Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, maniacal, maddening Monday morning, friends. Torch Report 302, zombies, aliens, and the collective <laughs> insanity of it all. It's insane uh, what's going on out there. There's a lot of crazy in the world, friends, but when you look at the numbers here today, uh, it's going to blow your mind, so brace yourself. We're going to get into some of this insanity, but I want to come at it from a very logical perspective. <laughs> Let me just ask, are you ready for the alien invasion? Are you ready? I mean, little green guys hopping out of flying saucers or, or octagonal you know, spaceships or whatever the case may be. That's the kind of stuff that's getting floated out there right now. I don't understand how people are so easily uh, uh, distracted by it all. I guess I do understand. It's, it is exciting. Like, holy smokes, you know, E.T. phone home. No, we've got four mysterious unidentified flying objects. They're probably all just balloons, but it might be aliens, you know. And, of course, the Biden administration continues to play coy about all these different objects that have been shot down by fighter jets over the last week or so. Of course, it started with that Chinese spy balloon surveilling our nuclear silos and floating across the entire country. But just yesterday on Sunday, uh, the last craft that was brought down was that strange octagonal object. It doesn't seem to have a payload. It doesn't seem to have a propulsion system. We don't know what it is, but it's flying over the Great Lakes. So we're going to shoot it down. You know, thus, friends, the mystery deepens and it begs the question, how prepared are we? to defend ourselves against an alien invasion. Well, <laughs> as it turns out, you know, whether we're talking about uh, Chinese aliens, Russian aliens, or extraterrestrial alien invasions, we might be in a world of hurt if we actually had to defend American airspace because we have lost nearly half of our trained military pilots in the last three years. Yes, friends, you heard that correctly. Nearly half of our trained military pilots have either fallen over dead or been grounded because of serious medical issues just in the last three years. It's shocking. Uh, it's sensational. It sounds outrageous. Like, holy smokes, Luke, are you serious? Uh, especially given the fact that we're facing the looming threat of an alien invasion. How could this be? And I, I want to analyze this problem again, logically. I want to come at it logically. I don't want it to be sensational, but it's serious and we need to look at it. So we're going to start with some simple math. What do we know for sure? Well, we know there are some unprobe, uh, unidentified flying objects, UFOs, probing the U.S. airspace. And we know that we have to scramble our pilots, you know, and our fighter jets to get out there and uh, take a look at that and, and shoot them down if it's a threat, right? Now, we also know there's a limited number of pilots because that's a lot of training to go into using this high-speed, you know, 21st century Air Force technology. And every year we can, uh, you know, assume we can know that a certain number of military pilots die. That just happens, okay? We can assume that the military keeps a good record of that sort of thing, like pilots dying because they need to keep track of that. You don't want to run short on pilots just in case there was an alien invasion. Now, with that said, according to whistleblowers and recent congressional reports, I put the links in there, friends. Again, the truth you can trust. I'm not making this up, but get this, okay? We can look at the numbers of military pilots who have died 
or been medically grounded over the last seven years. And I got it right there. 2016, there are 265 pilots. 2017, 252 pilots. We lost. 2018, 164 pilots. 2019, 223 pilots. 2020, Okay, so 2019, there were 223 pilots that we lost. In 2020, that number jumped from 223 to 2,194. 2021, 2,861. 2022, 4,059 pilots dead or medically grounded. Now, when year after year, I mean, it's just, it's shocking, friends. When I first saw those figures, I was flabbergasted. I was, I flipped my lid. Holy smokes, you know, when the number of deaths and the debil- debilitations floats around 200 for year after year, and then all of a sudden it ju- jumps to over 2,000 deaths or debilitation, that's an eye-opening number. But then when that number of pilots who are dying or being medically grounded leaps from about 200 to over 4,000 in just three short years, friends, there's something major going on here. This is a major, major issue. Holy smokes. I mean, how many pilots are they training in any given year? And if we're losing all these pilots, then do we have enough pilots to fly the planes? We should be probably asking ourselves these questions. And, you know, you look at 2020 to 2022, They've lost 9,114 pilots since the year 2020. And that's They've lost 9,114 pilots out of an available 18,750. Uh, I don't want to get totally lost in the numbers here, but I do want to dork out on it a little bit because the math matters. Uh, that means the military has lost 48.6% or nearly half of their highly trained pilots in just the last three years. Keep that in mind when you hear things about the alien invasion, okay? That is a shocking reality. And I, I was trying to get my head wrapped around, well, how bad is this really? In order to do that, you know, we need to have some perspective. So uh, pulling some information from the Air Force Times, I quote, the Air Force had 18,750 pilots at the end of 2019. That was an increase of 350 pilots from one year earlier. So year over year, they added 350 pilots. That must be how many they get through their training program. However, between the end of 2018 and 2019, the Air Force pilot requirements grew by 450. So they actually, they were training about 350 a year, but they needed about 450 a year. They they need about 20,850 pilots, okay? So if they need 20,850 pilots, how many pilots do they have? Now, this is not mathematics, my friends. This is good old uh, white math. This is good old white supremacist math, uh, just coming from an ignorant peasant here. But if there were 18,750 pilots in 2019, and we added 350 pilots each year, 350 times three plus 18,750, that equals 19,800 trained pilots, okay? 19,800 trained pilots. But we can't forget to subtract from that 19,800 trained pilots the 9,114 pilots that have died or got grounded for medical reasons. So if we take 19,800 minus 9,114, that means we have, drumroll, anybody do the math in the head and got the calculator out? It is 10,000. 686 pilots that are hypothetically available. So we got 10,686 pilots hypothetically available to fight off an alien invasion, uh, Chinese spy balloons, whatever the case may be. Now, if we take those numbers at face value, friends, that means that there are, uh, you know, only 10,686 pilots available out of the 20,850 that we need. 
And that means that our Air Force only has about 51% of its required manpower. Or, in other words, only half of the highly trained pilots that we need to fly all of our fancy airplanes and defend off a foreign or alien invasion. That's, you know, that's the reality of the situation. No bueno, friends, no bueno. And I know the numbers sometimes can be mind-numbing, so I, put, I did create a little chart here. And if, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you have to go to thetorchreport.com. Thetorchreport.com. You can get all the goodies. Uh, see yours truly if you're in the Patriot Club. But you can take a look at this graph here that charts out the number of reportable deaths, permanent harm, severe harm from the uh, what? Well, we're going to get to the why here in a second. But you see that chart looks about the same 2016 to 2019. And then it skyrockets. OK, it goes from 200 on average, give or take to over 4000. Unbelievable. That is a meteoric rise in death and permanent harm among our military pilots. And as American taxpayers, we should be wondering what the hell is going on here? How do you explain that? What could possibly be driving this trend? Geez, I just don't know. You know, do you think that trend is suddenly going to stop when you see it just skyrocketing up like that? Do you think it's going to all of a sudden come back down again? Friends, unfortunately, I don't think the trend is going to come back down anytime soon. Because unfortunately, there are things in motion that are way beyond our control. And, of course, if you've been keeping track, which I'm sure you are, being the astute listening audience here to the Torch Report, you know what's going on here. But let's let's just pull in some raw data for those who are on the fence and kind of speculating why there are so many people falling over dead. Now, the CDC data on the number of vaccines that have been administered uh, it, it shows, I just pulled a screenshot right off the CDC's website, and I got the link there. You can check it out. And if you take that graph of the cumulative count of doses being administered, the number of vaccines, COVID, quote unquote, vaccines that have been administered, and we take it and overlay it, we compare those graphs with the number of pilots who are suffering from death or severe harm, you see that they line up uh, precisely. I mean, it's right there. It's right there to take a look at. And is this wild-eyed conspiracy? Oh my gosh, Luke, why you must have lost your mind. Tinfoil conspiracy. No, no, friends, this is factual data being reported by our very own government. And of course, the implications are disturbing. But given the trend, and given the fact that our military is only half-staffed in the pilot department at this moment, and of course the sudden surge in UFOs probing our airspace, you know, I think that we need to be looking here at what's happening. There's clearly going to be a massive shortage in pilots, and you know that means there may be some uh, some strong incentives to get people to sign up to fill these gaps because we've got all these fancy airplanes sitting on the ground. We don't got pilots because they're falling over dead, you know. At any rate, friends, if you're interested in joining the Air Force, I did put a, a video there and a link to the requirements to be a fighter pilot. It's a short video uh, put out by the Air Force. Major Paul Lopez, he, he flies the F-22, which is what they use to sh shoot down the Chinese air balloon. It, it specs out what that plane is capable. It's pretty fascinating, pretty cool stuff. You know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not just fighter pilots who are falling over dead right now. There's a lot of people falling over dead, you know, the, the professional athletes and all that. But all of these experimental injections are also taking their toll on everyday Americans and everyday delivery men. 
as a matter of fact, with a shocking number of delivery drivers now falling over dead behind the wheel, causing their vehicles to veer off the street and crash into buildings. And this is front page news, friends, right off the Seattle Times. They've got this picture there, again, screenshot in the report today. You know, it's a delivery truck. It's just smashed into the front of this house. And it's the, the, the title of the article is, More Drivers Have Been Crashing Into Seattle Buildings, you know. Every three and a half days, on average, a vehicle left the road and hit a building. What can be done? What do you think? can be done friends you the bigger question is why is this happening and if if fighter pilots you know falling over dead and delivery drivers falling over dead if that's not enough of course don't forget about the civilian pilots and the professional athletes and the everyday citizens are falling over dead look at the numbers Friends, today, as of today, the VARES report, you know, there are over two million four hundred thousand adverse events. Okay, that you know, over 34,270 COVID vaccine reported deaths. Holy smokes. You know, if you if you fast forward, you think about how many people have got these injections. How do you think this is going to play out? Friends, I've tried to I've tried to sound the alarm as many people have, but really we are we are facing uh, heinous crimes against humanity. People have been forced to get this jab, this experimental mRNA injection against their will just to feed their family and to function and to participate in society. Okay, that's what's happened. Uh, at any rate, I did put a link. If you need to catch up on all the uh, just how sinister all of this is, I put a, a link in the report, friends, Torch Report 143, Preparing for More Crimes Against Humanity. There for your perusal. Regardless of one's political persuasion. This is probably something that we should be talking about, right? As communities, as a country. Don't you think that we should be able to have this conversation with people? You know, nearly 80% of all deaths caused by all the vaccines on the market since the year 1990, over 80% of all the vaccine deaths since 1990 have been from COVID jabs, a.k.a. the clot shot, a.k.a. the death jab, a.k.a. you're not sticking that needle in my arm. And just to drive the point home, friends, at this point last year, so one year ago in February, Insurance actuaries, those really smart data analysts that sit around and crunch numbers for a living, they last year were out sounding the alarm over this meteoric rise in death among young, healthy people like fighter pilots, for example, or delivery drivers for that matter, but or young athletes. Nevertheless, uh, this is what the insurance actuary said last year. They said, and I quote, Death rates are up 40% over what they were pre-pandemic, said Davidson of the One American's Group Life Policy Holders. All right. Now, to illustrate just how severe the current death rate is, Davidson said that a one in 200 year catastrophe would likely only cause a 10% increase over pre-pandemic deaths. End quote. Friends, If a 10% increase in deaths equates to a once in a 200 year event, that makes the current 40% rise in deaths almost unthinkable. You know, it's a, it's a 1700% increase in deaths among uh, military pilots. You know, these trends are, are right out there in front of God and everybody to see. It's perfectly clear what's happening here, but too few people are even willing to look at the numbers or even talk about what's happening right out in, in front of our eyes. Instead, 
People are listening to the stories and they're listening to the lies that are being peddled by big pharma and they're bought and paid for government stooges like Dr. Fauci. You know, all of this, it's truly, 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 truly terrible. It's sick. It's twisted. And unfortunately, friends, it's not going away anytime soon. But pause, you know, take a deep, deep breath. Ah, wow, that's kind of heavy news, you know, but let's not lose sight of the bigger picture. You know, the intention, friends, the intention of the global cabal is to coal the human population. They've said it out loud. They don't need the vast majority of the human population. We've looked extensively at the science that they're using, the literature that they're using to justify this push for depopulation. You know, in their minds, this is the quickest way to reduce disease and poverty. We just got to get rid of people. And that's the only way that we can save the planet from certain destruction, you know, at least, of course, to the radical environmental cult that is currently driving uh, global policy. So we need to keep in mind, I think, at all times that this climate cult is really just one sector of the greater collective cult. And environmentalism is just one manifestation of the broader mimetic infection of this collective hive mind disease. And as we just recently learned here last week, you know, over a hundred years of scientific study by top level psychologists has indicated that this collective mental disease is currently being used to drive cultural evolution. And this cultural evolution is really just a 21st century version of a textbook communist revolution. That's the bigger picture here. So yes, it is a tragedy that we're losing, uh, you know, pilots and, and, and perfectly healthy young people. It's a tragedy that we don't have, you know, we're only 50% manned to defend ourselves against an alien invasion, but zoom out, zoop, <laughs> way, way out for a second, friends. Uh, while the global cabal seeks to assimilate us all into the collective hive mind, you know, under the auspice of saving the planet for the sake of the greater good, for the public health and safety, you know, people are falling over dead. That's just a cold, hard fact. And of course, you know, with each new magic pill solution that they're coming out with, you know, oh, just take this magic pill, get this magic shot. You know, they're all exasperating the problem, driving mutations and causing more and more death. Why? Because they want to depopulate the planet. What we can know for sure, friends, is that this problem is not just going to go away. It's going to be here, okay? So we're going to have to come face-to-face -face with it, and we're going to have to help other people come face-to-face -face of it. And none of what's happening really makes any sense until we look, through, look at it through the lens of depopulation. You know, there are still a lot of people out in the world who think that the idea of a small group of people to depopulate the planet is a crackpot conspiracy. But when when we find just this week, uh, just today, you know, Yale professor out there making the case for mandatory euthanasia. Get the, OK, Yale professor making the case for mandatory euthanasia as a way to clear out the old folks. That's a direct quote, folks. They got to clear out the old folks and make room for a new generation with mandatory euthanasia. You know, we see this kind of stuff and it becomes so clear to me, you know, that this lunacy is not only contagious, but it's gaining traction and it's spreading fast. Uh, just today, there was another example of the climate cult at work. These climate cult act 
activists who are going rogue and releasing mini volcanoes of sulfur particles to try and block out the sun. What could possibly go wrong? You know, the underlying intent was purely altruistic. Of course, you know, we're just trying to block out the sun. You know, we're using this stratospheric aerosol injection to cool the planet and save us all from global warming. You know, gosh, uh, what could go wrong? I don't know. You know, I I just want to share that, friends. I see the time. It's time to wrap it up here, but I just want to make it abundantly clear just how crazy these people are out there making calls for mandatory euthanasia, trying to block out the sun. You know, their belief system is built on lies. They operate on the assumption that the ends justify the means. And from, from this, they derive their own moral imperative to do whatever the hell it takes to advance their commie cause and implement the radical environmental agenda. They do not realize that their minds have been hijacked by the collective and that they are being steered toward their own demise, much like uh, the parasitic fungi out there that can infect insects and turn them into zombies and cause them to sacrifice themselves to spread more spores. Put a link in there. It's fascinating. Uh, It does connect to the climate cult, the COVID cult, the commie cult, the collective cult, the commies that are taking over the world. You know, they're out there. They're among us. And the fungus are among us, and they're convincing the masses to keep getting the jabs, to keep sacrificing themselves for the greater good. They're leveraging all of these woke morons, these useful idiots to drive cultural evolution, a commie revolution that more and more conservatives uh, are starting to wake up to. And they're doing this, friends, by spreading the mental virus of the hive mind via the science of memetics. How's that, friends? Put it all together, and what do we get? We get zombies, we get aliens, we get collective insanity, which is a perfect mix of madness to spice up a magically maniacal Monday. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app or the website. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, uh, above all else, friends, the greatest honor of all is if you'd share this podcast with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical Monday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Uh,